motherfuckers know you that affects them anytime you feel like it. American Rap Magazine. I am your host, Broadway Dollar, along with the lovely co-host, Miss Outlaw. Just to give you a rundown, just touch on some things uh, of what American Rap Magazine is all about. We're about the culture, the culture, y'all. We're about the culture. The music, the fashion, and what comes with it. The do's and the don'ts. What's hot and what's not. That's a lovely infomercial, Broadway. I loved it. Appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now that we done got that out of the way and took care of, um, you know, making sure that you are all caught up, if you're just tuning in and just listening to us for the first time, uh, we're pretty much um, the culture for your ears. And uh, we really are, you know, working hard to, um, you know, curate articles and ideas and thoughts uh, that really resonate not just with us, but with people that we talk to, um, things that resonate in the culture that you might see on social media um, and and really spark ideas and, and conversations that need to be maybe investigated a little bit further. So that's us. That's American Rap Magazine. And we definitely appreciate our listeners. You guys definitely need appreciation and applause for that. Absolutely. Drop the claps here. (laughs) So today's uh, episode, we got a couple of articles that we really want to run into. Um, And underneath our culture banneker, we got first first up is hip-hop and fashion. Hip-hop and fashion. Well, more specifically, hip-hop influencing fashion. Influencer fashion. Right. Yes. So, I mean, you know. Talk to me, Broadway. You know, you you have some very strong thoughts um, on this matter. So here's so hip hop. We all we all know that is very it's very trendy, okay. And of course, it 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 went into slang. We we made uh we made trending with slang like we we talked about before with you know the certain words that people use um in their day to day especially you know what I'm saying in, in more of the urban areas and I think it's more it's more so not just the urban areas now I think it's just all over the place um and we also um trend with fashion so what they what what you know these uh these people see in the videos now um on interviews and things like that so the topic for today is how influ- how how hip hop is influ- has influenced the culture as far as uh fashion is concerned now me myself i wear polo but i know that a lot of people don't wear polo a lot of people want to see there there's been videos that people see where jay-z had may have worn something what they don't realize is that is that he has his stuff he has a stylist who pretty much puts this stuff together. And you go looking for that th- those things and, you know what I'm saying, you can't find it. Okay. So I, I totally get where you're going here. And I think that if we dig in a little deeper, um, even if you want to start with Ralph Lauren, now, now, let's be clear, Ralph Lauren's been around since the late 60s. Yeah, very long So time. I think it's more of the voices and the curators and the stylists in hip-hop saying, hey, let's embrace this. Mm-hmm. And it puts it on a... A, a bigger stage. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm only saying a bigger stage simply because the buying power of the black community mm-hmm. um, for my black and brown people is tremendous. Um, we spend, spend, we spend, <laughs> we spend some and thousands money. of dollars on hit on fashion. Well, I mean, but bump that. I mean, as a collective, I, I, you know, the report is, you know, in the billions of dollars. We we affect the industry um, in a real way just with our purchasing power. Absolutely, and so. When we turn our attention to a particular brand and we say, hey, this is what we like right now, I think it creates a, a unique reaction mm-hmm. because those fashion houses have always had, you know, support. Like, for uh-huh. instance, Ralph Lauren's been in the game for a very long time, Absolutely. way before hip hop was even created. Absolutely. So his fashion house um, already has a really great stamp. Between him and Tommy Hilfiger, I like Ralph Lauren better, mm-hmm. more so just because overall he just seems like a nicer person. But um, <laughs> uh, Ralph Lauren's fashion house is considered to be, you know, one of the American fashion brands. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very, um, you know, depictive of the the American lifestyle. Right. I mean, if you even look at the advertisements um, for Ralph Lauren, yep. uh, it feels very Americana. Mm-hmm. Um, in a and sometimes more of a rustic way, and sometimes in more of a you know city vibe. But right. the point is, is that that's a true Americana brand. Right. And then if you have people like Jay Z or mm-hmm. Kanye West, mm-hmm. you know, early two thousand, saying, "Hey, I wear Ralph Lauren polo without even saying it, but just wearing it and putting it off," you now direct a whole other, um, a whole other group of people to right. say, "Oh, shoot." That's kind of hot. Yep. I mean, you remember Kanye with the pink polos? Yeah, yeah. You know, yep, the yep. whole emergence of the backpack rapper, yep. the college rapper. The college rapper. You know, yep. so when that came about, I mean, I'm sure Ralph Lauren saw a whole new wave or influx of mm. purchasing power mm. going towards his brand when, okay, now we got people in the mall in Nordstrom. You got, you know, Jamal, you know, from Center Street. So, so, so <laughs> Coming so, into Nordstrom buying polos. It, I mean, I feel like... We just kind of directed in that in so that you, way. So you spoke of something about um, Pyre Moss. Yeah. Now uh, explain to me what uh, what is what is angle is. Uh, I don't think that I don't think that there is an angle beyond the fact that. So uh, you bring up Pyre Moss, and pretty much Pyre Moss is is created by Kirby Jean Raymond. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And I, I probably am probably extracted the French accent that was supposed to go with pronouncing his name, but <laughs> yeah. um, Pierre Moss. <laughs> well, uh, well, the the name of the creative founder is you know Kirby Jean Raymond. You know, if you want to put in the accent, right? Um, but the point is, is that he's the creator of Pierre Moss, and Pierre Moss is a streetwear brand, and I think it's I think it's the streetwear brand that really shows what streetwear feels like and looks like in the 21st century. I think it's kind of, yes, I I think Pyre Moss is, is it's, it's a, it's, it's, I believe it's high end streetwear. I don't think it's a situation where you're going to see, you can't pick up Pyre Moss and Macy's. That's just not going to happen. You're either buying Pyre Moss online or you're traveling to a high-end boutique mm-hmm. to actually um, purchase Pyre Moss. Um, the other piece about this is that celebrities are very in tune. Um, he has a lot of support mm-hmm. from, uh, I mean, you name name a celebrity, and they're 
They're on it. They're backing him like crazy. And I think it's because his approach to streetwear and and imagine it, it it's it's unique. Um and I think he really brings about this idea that streetwear is supposed to be comfortable. Right. And it doesn't need to live within this space where it has to be rugged or it has to be heavy, uh, mm-hmm. which previously streetwear kind of felt like. I mean, remember the early 2000s? Um, it was about the baggy jeans and it was about the the fitteds and it was about, you know, kind of this cover-up. I, I want to call it a cover-up mission. Mm-hmm. You know, you had all these layers of clothes, Um Whereas now, streetwear feels a little bit lighter. Um, Even the colors are lighter. Um, The idea of mixing different fabrics. Um, I see men in leather pants. I think Little Baby had on leather pants in his last performance that just went viral on social media. So I think this embracing of new textiles, this embracing of, um, you know, a tighter fit, a more form-fitted look is something that's happening in the streetwear world mm-hmm. that we're that we've never really seen embraced before. Okay. Um and so I think that that's what's really happening. I think Pyre Moss is at the 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 front the front of that revolution in mm-hmm. streetwear. Mm-hmm. Um I, I definitely want to commend him and people like him and Virgil Abloh who Virgil unfortunately Abloh. just passed away, but yeah. um you know, his that's brand Off White is another streetwear brand that's definitely pushing the envelope of um, mi- mixing textiles, mixing yeah. fabrics. Right. Um, Off-White is just really cool, very bold in, in the graphics and the the emblems. So mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of what's taking hold. It's, yeah. it's Now, this is his, this is the street, streetwear brand. Off-White is Virgil Off-white. Abloh's streetwear Virgil Abloh. brand. Okay. Um, but he was also the creative director for LV8. Um, so these guys worked together too, didn't they? HM. Oh, yeah. They worked yeah. within the same... Okay. Capacity. They collaborated. Mm-hmm. Um, they also collaborated with brands that we love and know, like Jordan and, you know, right. um, other different. You Who's know, Ni- Nike too, right? Nike. Nike? Yeah. Uh, Virgil's worked as a creative director for Disney. Disney. Yeah, um, you know, these guys have they've played roles at different companies, but really kind of carving out their voice in there, and their thought process on their own with their own with with their own fashion houses. Virgil Abloh's even taken it a step further and created art just in general with, mm-hmm. you know, mundane objects like mm-hmm. coffee mugs and right. skateboards. And right. so he he just kind of pushed the envelope well, in general to well, say his, well, his, his, his wife his wife uh made a quote um that he he felt like uh everything that he does is from his 17-year-old version of himself. So basically, so basically, everything that he that he envisioned from from back then. No, no, I get it. He wants to, he, it it, he feels, put a, it all. feels a little Freudian to me. I mean, it's like that inner child. It's like he almost said he took his inner child and says, "You can do whatever you want." Mm-hmm. Um, I think that kind of freedom is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think that freedom sometimes is. Mm, I think you get access to that kind of freedom when you don't allow whatever. Or whoever now, to tell you something different. Now, now, do we? Did, but did, when? Do, but when did she say that? Let wait before you move forward. When this did was she on say a, that? This was on an Instagram post. Was this after? This is after she, his death. After his death. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, you gotta understand if you if you follow if you follow Virgil Abloh's career, his his career is massively jam packed with companies he's worked with. 
um, people he's worked with. So at at some point, his personal pieces, um, I think, I think it's almost like Kanye West. Yeah. You know, once you get to the point where you break through the barrier and mm-hmm. people pay attention, mm-hmm. you then start to experiment. Right. And I think that you have to have a certain amount of influence in order to gain that kind of freedom, mm-hmm. especially in the fashion world. Because right. let's let's be honest, the fashion world is still very restricted. I mean, we're still having conversations about um, black and brown models, you know, yeah, yeah. where, where <clears throat> Tyra Banks and Iman are... Um, and even Naomi Campbell used to be legit the only black and brown faces you would see. Right, right. Um, what's her name? Kamora Lee Simmons? Kamora Lee, yeah. Only mm-hmm. other person of color. These were the faces. Right. Unfortunately, whereas now you see a lot more, but we're still having conversations of who the next biggest thing is and how yeah. dark is their skin. And um, those conversations are still happening. So the fashion world is still very restricted. Right. Uh, so I think in order to have that kind of influence the, that Virgil had, you have to have a certain amount of power. You have to have a certain amount of leverage in order to even be able to wield that kind of art and then okay. have people just accept it. Well, I, I read something that um, I guess when he got, got into the Louis Vuitton thing, they tried to restrict him um, of the things that, like his his vision when when he started working with them. Now, that sounds a little bit more accurate to how I would imagine his yeah. experience being. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they? But they hired him for a reason. And I think once you once you lock into, you hired me for a reason. Mm-hmm. They 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 hired they hired him to bring their their brand to another level. This, so because, because of his so, because of his vision right. because of who he was because of Off White Off White came about in 2013 and now it's one of the biggest streetwear brands um, in America. It's it's sold internationally. So at some point, I feel like my creative my creative black and brown people. At some point, you just gotta say, okay, let me work. Right. You, right. you called me here. Yeah. I didn't ask to come over here. Right. Right. Let they, me work. Yeah, and he worked with Kanye too, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's collaborated with a lot of different people, yeah. and and that's and that's my point. So Virgil had the freedom to do what he had to do because of the kind of backing, because of the kind of support he had, and the influence that he had in fashion. But at the same time, it's it's like let me work. Yeah. I, I, if if you want me over here to shake it up, let me shake it up. Yeah, and and I think. The fashion industry still has a problem with letting go control of how things have always been done. Sample sizes are still in twos and fours, people. Mm-hmm. Mind you, most American women are size 12 and up. <laughs> Let's true. be real. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why Why are the, the sample sizes two and four? Why does it take, once again, black and brown faces? Why does it take Rihanna and Beyonce and Lizzo to go, hey... This fashionable piece can be worn by somebody who wears a size 16. Why does it take somebody on that level when these people have been doing it for years and they know what sells and they know what size America actually is? Right. I I, I feel like we just need to continue to push the envelope. The more we support um, creatives in these spaces in their originality, the more influence and power they gain, mm-hmm. the more purchasing power um, we have as a people, as a community— the better we can see these changes. That's yeah. that's my thought process on that. I feel like hip hop does influence fashion, but sometimes we need to double down on that influence. Yeah. Well, it, well, I'm I'm looking at something. So so I didn't know that he, uh, Kanye and 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 Virgil actually did an intern at Fendi. 
That's dope. That's actually super dope. That's dope as fuck. That is dope. Right? But that also so Fendi, explains. Fendi, Fendi was a huge fuck, huge line. It still is. Well, Fendi, I think Fendi there. was bigger. I think it was bigger pay, probably in the '90s than it is now. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a lead fashion house at this it's point. It's not. But you know what's crazy? That the prices is crazy. Like on the bags and all that. Absolutely. I I, I I looked some of that stuff up and I was like, yo, why is Because you don't bag... got no Fendi in your closet, bro. I would have swore you had some Fendi in your closet. No, nah, I wish. I told you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm cheap. So. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. All right. You're cheap. I won't say what I know. I'll just leave it alone. I won't say what I know. But okay, you're cheap. We'll go with that. Yeah. So, but my, 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 my I'm trying to figure this out, right? So, his first his 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 initial vision in the line of his uh of Virgil clothing was um Pyrex Vision. Pyrex. Right. It well it, Pyrex Vision. Uh-huh. Now what I'm trying to figure out is why did he have to change it to off white? Was it uh, was it I don't know the answer to that, but I know just as an um, you know Was as, it just too urban? I think I think just well, Pyrex, think about what I that know. might be referring to. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> For those who know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. um, watch enough, watch enough, uh, what is it? <laughs> watch enough New, New Jack City, watch enough Snowfall. You'll understand what pirates is. Um, I think, I think as people grow and understand, you know what? That question is leading me to this book. Okay. Um, as, as, as people of color living in America, and mm-hmm. I have to say it that way. We have to balance this idea of originality, right. being ourselves, yep. and still living within the world in which we have to operate. So I'm not saying I know why the conversion of off-white or, you know, the conversion or why he transitioned why from one name to yeah. the other. But I, I, would, I would speculate that at some point you have to make a I wouldn't say a concession, but you have to understand what is going to get you further. True. And, uh, you know, I think about, uh, what's my guy who, the, one of the founders of uh, FUBU? Oh, I forgot his name. What's his name? Oh, oh shucks. I, I, he's on, like, uh, Shark Tank. He's on Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Shark Tank is not, it's, it's not, um, what's it called? Uh, it's not Fubu got him through the door, right? But it's his investments, it's his investments right. that put him in this in a situation where he could be in the room with the other people who were asked to be a part of that show Shark Tank. My my uh, point is, da- is that da- Damon John is was okay. Name. Damon John, okay, that's the point. So Damon John, right? Because FUBU stands for For Us, By Us, right? Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, and which is a blatant, it's a blatant understanding of what FUBU and who FUBU is for. But in in order to push himself further, he had to understand the world he was working in. And so I think at some point, we need to partner our understanding of the world we work in and understand how to move within that world while preserving our creativity, while preserving our originality. And sometimes that that takes evolution, that takes growth. Yeah. I'm not saying it, it's a concession or a cop-out. I'm just saying you have to understand what you work in. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're going to be a basketball player, not 
practicing <laughs> is not going to help you it's be a you. good basketball player. You're if you're, just, you're, if you're not training. If you're not training, if you're not working out, if you're not eating the right stuff, if you're just going off of your talent and you're not honing your skills and you're not pushing yourself further, right. you're just another talented basketball player that had a two-year career. True indeed. True but indeed. if you want to live within the NBA lifestyle— right. I mean, I don't think anybody's going mamba mentality, but if you really want to look at the greats, MJ, Kobe, mm-hmm. what did they do? They outworked everybody else. Absolutely. They understood the game, they studied the game, and then they were able to flip and put their creativity on it. And mm-hmm. then they were able to insert themselves into the game and become these people that created plays that they nobody became, else would they think became of. leaders. Exactly. They became so point guards. I, I, I want to... Or they was already point guards. Exactly. I want to apply that same concept to Virgil Abloh. Mm-hmm. He had to understand working for Fendi, working for Walt Disney. These are huge, huge brands. And so I need to understand how this world works in order to make sure that when I take and put myself out there, it can be accepted, it can be sold, it can be purchased, and it can push things forward. Right. So that that's just my take on it. I, I don't really know why we transition from one name to the other. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely Pyrex is... What he wanted to what, what he wanted to things. do was he wanted to bridge the gap between high end fashion and streetwear, which is what off white is. Yeah. Um. The crazy part about it is my, my nephew's ten. He had he had on like an off white t shirt <laughs> at his birthday party, oh, yeah. and I'm like, wait a second. You know what off white is, and I'm sure it's my brother and you know, uh, his mom making those decisions for him. But the kid wears it like, you know, it's a regular shirt. Regular. But the fact that you but have it a 10-year-old. But but my point is, is the fact that you got a 10-year-old who can embody the fashion of somebody like that and walk around like he's supposed to wear this stuff. Right, you know, right. he's supposed to look this good and not be ashamed of it and not feel like I'm wearing this to post. Like, that's how my nephew really dresses. And he and he's cool with that. And his parents are cool with that. And he likes looking like that. Mm-hmm. I think that that's empowering. And that's when, when I say double down on our creatives in, the, right. in these industries, that's yep. what I'm talking about. Right. You know, let's embody it in, yeah. in every way that we can. All right. So, so I want to take it back a little bit um, to Jim Jones. Um, when he had the Ed Hardy oh, thing going wow. on. Oh, wow. I did not embrace that era <laughs> at all. So, but I, I, the thing was, I knew that it wasn't, it wouldn't last long. Okay, why did you know? Well, let's, let's before we go into whether it or was, not you knew, did you purchase Ed I Hardy? I did not. Okay. I did not. I did not. I mean, it was I cool. felt like that, I felt like that, <laughs> that question was going to go in another direction. because no, I, I, I really wasn't into that type of style. Right. But it looked good. And when I it, couldn't it, get into it. I did I was not an Ed Hardy fan at all. I, at all. I neither was I. But you would see these you would see the 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 you know, the consumers. Mm-hmm. They would they would buy this stuff. I even when you go to the to the to the outlets, it's like, yo, these people are in these stores and these jeans cost three, four hundred dollars and they in there copping like it's nothing. But and it's people it's our people doing this. But it's not just our people. It's those who want to live within the space of being able to actually walk and talk with us. Mm-hmm. You know, and, right. and man, that shows the influence of um, our culture. You mm-hmm. know, the influence of hip-hop itself. Because right. I remember Ed Hardy. I remember kids wearing Ed Hardy in school. Oh I God. honestly could not get into it. The, the, the amount of crystals... And sparklies. I just couldn't do it. Well, it, it I couldn't do it. It just wasn't me. Uh, I just couldn't do it personally. But I, I think that that speaks to the influence of our mm-hmm. culture. You know, hip-hop in general, 
when but you got not just our community, but you got people wanting to look like the hip hop rap, you know, the rapper who was right. in the music video. Right, right, that's what I'm saying. You know, I think that that's dope. So, so it influenced, it influenced the culture. It, it influenced a, 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 a era uh-huh. where people wore it for years, even after. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, there's definitely it, it, some people still wearing it. it was, yeah, see, I can't get into that. <laughs> definitely I, I just some didn't like the design. Crystalled up. You know what I mean? But like, but you know, bringing it back to to, to hip hop influencing, influencing trendy clothing and and really like you know what I'm saying pushing the envelope forward and making these brands huge. It started out with us. Well, yeah, I think that's I think that's worth saying because True Religion, Ed Hardy, these brands existed before we said, oh, I want to wear that. So the, I think that's I think that's another thing that needs to be pointed out. These brands existed long before long we before. decided, oh, we long like before. that now. And so I, I totally agree. I think yeah. that your point is totally valid. Yeah. I, I really oh, don't thank have... Thank you very much. I, don't, I really don't have any kind <laughs> of, you know, quips or anything to say about your angle on this. I, I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. And, then we, and then, I mean, to, to, to take it up until, I think I want to say like five years ago, where um a true religion was a fashion and um I think it still is but I don't think people is wearing as much I couldn't get into it because the jeans had lycra in it first of all I know I don't wear stretchy jeans I'm I'm sorry I just that that's not my thing wait, wait, wait stretchy jeans yeah yeah these I talked to a guy that funny shit I I talked to a guy I gotta hear this <laughs> he was like I was like yo you 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 like true religion? He was like, yeah. He had his T-shirt on. He had the jeans on. I was like, what you like about the jeans, bro? Now, he 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 has. You know what I'm saying? He has little chanclettes on. You know what I'm saying? He, oh, he wow. was chilling. Okay. He was like, yo, I like the way they fit me. Okay. Fuck my head up, cause I'm like, hold up. You a dude, bro? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, what you? Okay. And, and, and then I ended up. I ended up going to the store just so what to did see. He say? So what did he say exactly did he like about the were the, did the jeans look like they were too tight to No, you? they just no. He said they were comfortable. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking to myself like, well jeans are supposed to be comfortable. Right? So I go into the true true religion store. I'm like, well, maybe first first of all, I don't want no horse thing on my ass. That's number one. I ain't even oh get into all God. that. So, you know what I mean? Like, either oh some horseshoe God. or whatever. And, and, and then, horseshoe? And, yeah, whatever. And then, you know what I'm saying? I looked at I, I looked at the, the jeans. That's the emblem, bro. Like, I guess the, so, but continue. I get it. But, no, the, the emblem is the Buddha guy. No, but that's one of the emblems okay. for, the, for the brand. All right, well, oh I like God. the Buddha. I like the Buddha guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, like so you Buddha. tried on the jeans? No, I didn't try the jeans on. I went to I went to check them to stretch them because I was going in, I was going into low. I wasn't going on. I wasn't going there. I, so I go I go into True Religion just because you know I was with somebody who you know they they wore that and I'm like these men's jeans got stretchies like they got lycra in them. I, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 my brother. First of all, and my immediately thought, I immediately all, thought like this lycra? dude, th- yeah, <laughs> this dude likes his ass to be shown. I guess. It oh was messed up, but but they it, but this what this all came from hip hop, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying <laughs> hip hop made True Religion a bigger brand than it already was. I just can't get over your lycra comment. <laughs> I just can't. He's, he's, he's got lycra in him. Yo, I'm not I can't do it. That's a crazy reason not it. to wear something. <laughs> no, it's not. It's got lycra. I, I'm out. Listen, I like my jeans to fit. 
but I also want to be, don't want them to be a little loose. Okay. But I don't need That's them, your preference. I don't need to, them to stretch. Okay. I don't. <laughs> Some people need a little extra room. Mm. Yeah, I get, I get enough extra room. room. I'm all set. I'm all set. <laughs> but but my, 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 point, my point is hip-hop influenced that with the true religion. When uh, 2 Chains. Yeah, I was just going to say. Right. 2 Chains. Yeah, he two made chains, it. True religion. True, true, but it was already out before 2 Chains. That's my point. That's my point. He got his hands on it, and now everybody in Atlanta is wearing it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in California is California wearing it. Everybody in New York wearing it. The visibility changes. Yeah. When 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 one uh, a person from our community steps steps into the spotlight and says, "I like this," I think that I think that 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 shows incredible influence. Yeah. Yeah, I I totally agree. Listen, Broadway. For once, <laughs> I ain't got no argument with you today. I have no <laughs> argument at all. Like I'm totally, I'm totally, um, I'm totally uh, with it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm totally with it. I think, um, I think at this point, you know, we have all of these different avenues, yeah. and it really brings us into a space of not just thinking about you know, fashion and how we influence fashion, but also how we influence how people um, do their hair, look at their hair, um, especially within the black community. There's mm-hmm. been so much commentary on black women in their hair. That's a big one, okay? Um, and I'm I'm so happy that we have our guests today to kind of join us with this, other, you know, this this direction, this new article that we got going on. For the hair. We... Yeah. Okay. And I think, you know, talking about how has, you know, culture embraced the evolution of hairstyles and independent hair care lines. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company. Well, hello there, guys. Hello. <laughs> hey, what's up? How's it going? All right. All right. So uh, my name is Dominique, and I have a all-natural hair care and body butter line called Above Our Roots. So above all roots, again, it's all natural. And for the reason for the name is because I wanted to fit every ethnicity, every race. I want everyone to try it out. So not just for African-Americans. I want it for Caucasians, Indians, Jamaicans, and all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. I want everybody to enjoy well, it. Well, Jamaica, Jamaica's got the, the course here, too. They they really do. Okay. They really do. Very coarse, yes. Yeah. So, like, I just want everybody to enjoy the product. So uh-huh. this is... What I'm doing as the moment. Gotcha. So before we move into, you know, this next article, I just want to kind of, um, I wanted to definitely look into, like, why did you start Above All Roots? I know that you said that you wanted to be for all people, but, like, what even interested you into going into this field? Because it's a very oversaturated field <laughs> at the moment. Yes. So it started way back in the day. Um, so this is when natural hair was really coming out. Like, everybody wanted to be a natural and stuff like that. So I was seeing it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, let me just try all these products out. Let me go ahead and buy this. Let me buy that and all that other stuff. Then I realized I had a whole store in my room. Oh, wow. wow. And I was just like, oh, my God. I had from Miss Jessie's to As I Am to Dark and Lovely. I had all those products. And I was spending bread on it. Mm-hmm. And then it's crazy because each product worked differently. Do you have mm-hmm. pink lotion? I, you already know I have First pink of all, pink lotion. <laughs> on pink lotion. Pink lotion is it, okay? That's a fact. Don't let nobody tell you no different. Pink lotion. Lusters. Girl. Lusters. What? And it's called pink lotion. Lusters pink lotion was everything. Yo, you ain't say nothing but a thing. <laughs> nothing but a thing. Kids nowadays don't even know what pink lotion is. I'm like, what? I know. But yeah, so um, next to you know, I talked to friends about it back then. 
and they said I should start it. Eventually, down the line, it actually came about. It took a while, only because it's so much research, it's so much things you have to do, so much things I had to literally get make sure I have everything right before I even start putting it out there. Mm. So I'm sitting here like buying all these different products, and nothing's really, really working how I want it to work. Well, what is your hair natural? My hair's all natural. Yep. Okay. The so only thing I have is that, what yep. what was it that wasn't working for you? With so, having so many different products. Oh, my God. So I, I'm not looking for length at all whatsoever. I'm looking for thickness. Okay. And I've always been looking for that. Okay. So I would try, like, let's just say Shea Moisture. Shea Moisture I put in my hair. It will make it so dry. Mm-hmm. And it will leave, like, white dots in the back. Mm. And I'd be like, I know I rubbed this in a little bit better than this. Like, you know what I'm saying? White I'm dots. What you, what you... Residue. Like, like residue. Oh, okay. Right. The yeah. residue from the lotion. Yeah, I was confused. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was getting, like, so bad. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, some of them was pretty good. It was hydrating. It was this, it was that. But it was not achieving what I wanted to achieve. Mm. Right. So I'm just like, I think it's about that time I actually really start listening to the people saying that I should really start my stuff and really start my stuff. Right. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? And so... In in your experience as, I think it's really cool. Um, once again, I think independent hair care lines are are really cool because um, there's a couple of women just here in Connecticut that have independent hair care lines. And some of them are hairstylists. Are you a hairstylist as well? I am not a hairstylist. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you got into it, but you're not actually a hairstylist. I am not right. a hairstylist. So how, how are you bridging that gap with consumers? That's unique. Potential consumers. That's unique. Yeah, yeah definitely. And then what do you mean by bridging that gap? Like trying to get it into salons? Or, or just in general. Just like in how general. are you selling it? Because the hairstylists, they have direct access to their client. And with that, if the client trusts and believes in their hairstylist, they're going to try gonna whatever product. They're... Because I, the the main thing, you know, and women can probably relate, all black women can relate. As soon as you sit in the hair, as soon as you sit in, in the chair... And you find yourself a hairstylist that can do whatever it is that they were supposed to do with what you asked for, right, to your hair, you 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 know you got to trust this person. And so you're automatically going to start saying, okay, so what do I need to continue to do so that I could come see you <laughs> and and tell me what to yeah. buy? You know, my sister is my hairstylist. And, and, you know, she hates me because I'm a terrible client. But I always sit in her chair and I'm like, okay, so but, Rissa, Don't they what? give you all schedules and shit? <laughs> yeah, come back in two weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. you got to. Okay. You have to because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. you're training your hair. Mm-hmm. Right. You're training your hair. And that's why I'm a terrible client because I never okay. do that. Okay. But um, but she goes, go get this, go get that. I like this, I like that. And because she's worked with my hair since she's been in hair school, uh-huh. um, she knows what my hair will do. She also knows that I'm terrible. So she'll tell me to get stuff that she know that will penetrate because she know that probably it will happen that one time and maybe I'll come back to it in a month. But the point is, is that your hairstylist has a direct line to sell yep. whatever it is. Yep. So with you, without you being a hairstylist, how are you getting your product into people's hands? How are you actually pushing your brand forward? So right now, Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> I am pushing out this product so hard. Like, it's crazy. I do vendor events. Uh-huh. So every month I try to book at least two or three, get mm-hmm. it out there, start promoting, talk to people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So right now that is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I do have a couple of people who have my product that who have tried it out where I work at and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. talk to people, they get it around and things like that. Mm-hmm. So right now I can honestly say my product is in New York. It's in Ohio, it's in Hawaii, That's it's beautiful. in the Carolinas. Wow. And I want to say somewhere down south, I really want to say Georgia. And I don't really, 
I'm not really looking for like oh this many people, that many people. But even if it's just one it's person, it's just one person. That's all it takes. And that's all it takes. So like right. right now, it's just word of mouth and like people actually um, talking about it and coming to the event events and actually trying it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. how, how long how long you been doing? So when, like when did you initially start? I initially started sometime last year. I want to say sometime last year, yes. Like, actually pushing it. I want everybody to try it. I'm working on this. I'm working on that. All right. So, but then um, I was really waiting for my trademark to come back. Got you. Yes. So. Oh, so you, 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 you just. I was, you I was just, going. You, you legit, legit. Yes, I'm legit, legit. Up. Like, my name is my name. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I did little knickknacks and things like that, but. My thing is, as one thing is is going forward, I'm working on something else too. Okay. So as I was doing the trademark and all this other stuff, I was making sure I was getting like everything that I needed to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So by now this year, I'm really like pushing it, pushing it. Now I'm trying to just really get it out there. But th- this is not just hair care products. This it's is... not. It's also body butters. Wow. It's also body butters. Yes. Yeah. And people love my body butters. Yeah. People love my hair um, moisturizing butter too as well. Yeah. Like for me, it made my hair thick and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that butter... That butter right there. Mm. Let me true. tell you something. Okay, I this gotta get. True. I gotta get some of this. You, yeah, seriously. Because like, I, I love you. body we, butters, we, even we, in the summer. We got. Because little, it feels like you, it feels like you. Sense. It feels yes. like you melt into it. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, if you sweat, it's like I'm sweating the body butter. Yes. <laughs> it just it right. just feels good, smells good. Mm. Yeah. Skin looks all around nice and moisturizing, right. mm-hmm. and it lasts basically for me all day. You can put it in your hand right now and go wash your hands. Your hands will not become ashy. Not, wow. Yeah, I would say for my hands and a couple people's hands to ratio it out, probably like two or three washes, and then they probably need to add a little mm. bit more. But their hands don't get ashy, really. Oh, that's so. Dope. So did, did you want to introduce this or do you want me to... You can introduce okay, it. Okay, yeah, so, go, so yeah, today, go ahead. Today, today we got the, the, the vibrant body... Vibrant body butter. Body butter. Vibrant you know body what? butter. You've yeah. been practicing this since before the show. <laughs> Hello. I'm done with you. You get it together. I'm done It's in my head. You. It's in my head. <laughs> He's holding um, it. Yeah. Like, you like, um, should know. I, I, I use some of this stuff. It, you did? Oh, really? It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's mm. pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Face. Not in my hand. Not in my hair, though. It's, this is this is the. Body so how do your stuff. hands feel? How do your hands? My feel? hands felt pretty good. It, it now I normally would use Dove, but I decided to try this today. Yeah, I I gave up Dove a long today. time ago. <laughs> I gave up Dove a long time ago. Long, long, yeah. long, long time. Yeah, ago. Dove smell, dries your skin out. It got, I don't a I'm, lot. It has yeah, a, it has that's a, just my personal it has opinion. A, it has a. a it's a unique smell. A unique smell to it, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And then, you know, so what are you using to make this? What is your main ingredient with the um, the vibrant body butter? So my main ingredient is the mango butter. And then for the essential oil, it's apricot oil. Oh, wow. okay. there's other essential oils in there. Okay. Right. So I'm going to give a little bit nah, too much. Nah, nah. Right, 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 right. Okay. Well, I think I think the lovely thing about body butters, which is why I've been, you know, my but my house has always been a black soap yeah. house. Yeah. Okay. A black soap house. What is it? The the oils from the flea market. Like we've never been a <laughs> a perfume. We've never been a Victoria's Secret perfume family. I'm, yep, okay. I'm with you. Um. So it's always been like coconut oil and avocado, but like the pure, you know, the pure coconut mm-hmm. oil. My mother was never a mixer. She didn't do chemistry. She. Slapped the oil on you, slapped the Vaseline on you, kept it moving. It kept moving. That was it. That's cocoa right. butter too. But, right, right, cocoa butter. Like, it was like, let me just put this butter on you and keep it moving. But, mm-hmm. you know, as I got older to buy my own products, I love the mixture of body butters. I mm-hmm. love the whips. I love the yeah. whipped body butters uh-huh. um, because you don't have to work so hard to get it out of the jar. I understand. So, let, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you ladies a question. Does yeah. it preserve your skin? Does it... 
Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my God, my skin be glossing. Oh like, my gosh. Nice. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Right, matter of fact, since you said that, right? Uh-huh. So I experienced um, heat rashes in the summer badly. Yeah. And for years, I had this heat rash on my chest and it was just black as black. Oh, wow. Black wow. Me. Really? Wow. Kid you not. So I started making that vibrant body butter. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And literally, kid you not, now my skin is just super, it's super wow. clear. Like, that's wow. it. Amazing. That's yeah. That's, dope. that's a fact. That's yes. Dope. And so, you're on Instagram, right? I am on Instagram. Okay, because Instagram is where everybody is living their best that's fact. economic life uh-huh. when it comes to these, these wonderful organic um lines. Like, you know, I'm a fan of just a couple of um just a couple of people out there um on the same, like Moon Cosmetics, um, which is which is really dope. Um Moon just Cosmetics. Moon Cosmetics. Uh she Used to be in Atlanta. I think she just moved. Mm-hmm. And that's only because I've been following since before. But I'm one of those people, like, even though it's a natural care line. And, but if it's somebody far away, like somebody who I can't drive to mm-hmm. in the state that we're in, right. I follow them for like six months before I do anything. Really? Right. Before, before I buy anything. Look at, yeah. and, and Moon that's Cosmetics, I was on, I was, I, like, I became aware of her brand. She's very young. I think she's like only 22, 23. Oh, she's wow. a multimillionaire wow. at this point. Yeah. Um... And I became aware of her brand, and I followed it for like a year, solid. I didn't buy anything. Mm-hmm. I was watching the 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 results. I was watching this. I was watching that. And I says, okay, I'll try the rose galore because that's her main product. And um, it was in the middle of the pandemic because the mask and my skin is usually really really clear. Mm-hmm. I I don't have an issue with breakouts or anything, but the masks were tearing up. my skin up. So I says, okay, let me try it. Bought it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> then she, now I'm stalking. I'm in the middle. I'm working. I'm in the middle of work stalking her page, trying to figure out when the next restock. Because once you run out, she sold out. Mm-hmm. You got to wait. And so that's okay. my only concern with, uh-huh. like, these these small, you know, um, family-owned or individual-owned brands that, mm-hmm. especially the organic ones, yeah. is because once they, because it takes so much effort to put these products together. Mm-hmm. When they sell out, it takes them a while to restock. Yep. That right. has always been my issue. Okay. So there was a time where I just didn't think ahead like all the other women because all the other women were buying bulk. They were buying in bulk. Yep. And I didn't realize that everybody was doing that. Wow. So I was getting assed out because it was like, <laughs> okay, so now my skin has to break out for two weeks, uh, for two weeks. before I can get the restock. And you, I got to yeah. wait. And you, then I got to repair it. Once I get it, now we got to repair. We can't yep. just continue. Right. But the But the... Products is beautiful. Buy so, bulk, outlaw. Yeah, exactly. So I learned that very quickly. <laughs> and also, I think about it too. Some people like to give it to you fresh. They don't right. like to, like me. I don't like to have my stuff just sitting. I exactly. like to make it as I order. Exactly. Yeah, because do you? Absolutely. So right. Wow. And there's another brand that I buy from that I used uh, that I buy some of my body butters for Canny's Cosmetics. K A N N I E S. They are beautiful. Some of the packaging for the tall bottles, I'm not crazy about because they leak, but um, the product themselves are great, but she says on the site that once you order, it is made for you. Yep. So talk to me about that. You know, as far as I want to get into our article, but I'm just I'm just so interested in the independent lifestyle of uh, somebody who's doing yep. hair and, and body care. How do you manage that piece and still still stay relevant to your customer? Because the once people are locked in, especially black women, once they are locked in and oh, they they're understand, locked they're yeah. locked in. You got a client yeah. for life. Absolutely. That's a once you prove that you can do yep. whatever it is that they need to accomplish, yep. 
you will not get rid of them. So they are loyal in that way. But how do you keep that loyalty so, if you can't keep up with demands? Have you experienced that problem? I have not experienced that problem yet. Because mind you, I'm still small. I'm still starting off. I'm still getting out there Okay. Okay. So, but I do have a set schedule. Okay. So, like, just say, per example, if you order on a Wednesday you should expect your product to be done by Friday or Saturday. Okay. And that's when I'll ship it off. Okay. But you always know when I'm going to ship this product off. Mm -hmm. Now, if you live within, you know, a range of me and, and things like that, I'll deliver it to you. That's no problem. You're going to pay no delivery fee for right now. Like, you know, it's okay. Mm -hmm. it's not, yeah, locally. So, it, very local. Okay. Yes, yes, okay. yes. So, like, it's just things like that. It's just setting a schedule and making sure you stick to it. Right. Because if you don't stick to it and you just all over the place. That's how you lose your clients. That's how you lose it. Because now, next thing you know, you got... Pam over here ordered something about yeah. a week ago, mm -hmm. and then next thing you know, you forgot about Pam because now you still got Gloria and somebody else right. still ready to go. Like you know right. what I'm saying? So right. I set everybody to a thing: if you order between this day and this day, expect your products to be done by this day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay, nice. so that's dope. Yeah. But I need you to get ready for that because that that is <laughs> once it takes off like wildfire and everybody's locked in. Because yep. I remember being so angry. I sent I sent a very it wasn't a nasty email, but yep. it was a it was a desperate email. <laughs> wow. It was a desperate email. Yeah. I says, listen, I definitely ordered. And I just have not received. I was upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was upset. My skin was, was screaming. You paid for it? I don't remember. No, 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 no. This is what happened. Okay. Got on there, right? I was right at the checkout spot. Because it was like, because she 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 showed one time that she like sold out like in eight minutes. Dang, wow. really? She sold, wow, like she, she did, sold she a million dollars worth of product in eight minutes and sold out. And so after that, I said, oh, I can't play no games. So I was in the studio working and my alarm went off to tell me that it was time to pay attention so that I could get ready to order. Uh -huh. So I freaked out. Nobody understands why I was having this whole conniption. So I'm in the studio <laughs> and I'm like looking at my phone <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shoot, it's 11.55. I said, nobody talk to me. Nobody at all. Right? Oh, man. The amount of people that were in the studio were clogging up our internet, yo. Really? And so, wow. and so I'm like, oh my God. And so I'm trying to like get through. And I and I had all the products lined up. I had bought in bulk because I understood from last time I don't want to wait. <laughs> and I says, okay, cool. Right? I go to checkout. Let me tell you, this junk said, not able to ship in your area. I nearly wow. fell out and died. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't pay for it. I didn't. I didn't pay for it. Okay. Well, but I also didn't get the products. Okay. Yeah. It was very. I was very. So you upset. were very. You were very was, upset. I was very yeah, upset. Very upset. Send, I it, send the emails. I sent the email. You didn't even pay I for said, the product. Listen, yeah. I was ready with my money. I was ready, and I was going to buy this <laughs> stuff, and 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 it just said it can't ship to me. I said I need to be informed of what is going on because I'm not a VIP member yet, and I need to understand if that gives me <laughs> gets that me to the front of the too line. Funny, right? They responded something. There was a glitch on Spotify, something mm. like that, and there were certain states that got blocked for whatever reason. Oh, that was the I remember that. This was recently. This was recently. Yeah, and I remember this the glitch. In, some, yeah, it was a glitch. Some states got like blocked that that, and it wasn't the seller. It wasn't the person no, that owned the, the site. It's just Shopify. It was the, it was a network. Wow. It was some well, type of network. Regardless of who messed up, you still was salty. I was salty and I was without. <laughs> For for another three yeah. weeks. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> and so then when you're when you're a desperate black woman looking for 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 a, a beauty product, you start you start delicately searching for other solutions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. You know, I'm in That's I'm amazing. in a Jamaican root store trying to make it myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm out here. Listen, this is the ingredients. How can we 
I'm over here discussing over the counter. I was in there for hours discussing over the counter. How can we recreate this? Because I can't go three weeks. I can't. Wow. But it was like that because mm-hmm. you know what? The way you present yourself, the way you carry yourself, that's that's your stamp. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. and and you know, it is that's part of how you know I I believe black women carry themselves. They take pride in their appearance. They take pride in how they well, present themselves yeah. to the, the world. The, that's the, right. the China store is always filled. With, Listen. You know. They don't got nothing I want. I don't. They don't got nothing I want. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm big on supporting black mm-hmm. businesses. I'm big on supporting black women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. So a part of me just wanted them to say that they had something in the back, and then they would just send <laughs> oh, it God. to me. That was what I really wanted. Word. But I they knew got that I was just gonna you. have to wait yeah. another three weeks. But what I, I say all that to say, you're gonna need to get ready for that because yeah. once you take off. Mm-hmm. You're going to have people being like, listen, I cannot live <laughs> without this yeah. product. Yeah. And and that and that's I think that's the biggest thing that that a lot of hair and beauty brands yeah. kind of struggle with when they're first starting off is that once they take off and people are really locked in, mm-hmm. it's like, how do you keep up with the demand? So so See, I'm good. Sorry. So did you are you are you putting it in stores soon or are you how, so, how, how, how's that going to work? I never thought about really putting it in a store. I never okay. got that far. Okay. Only because when you put certain things in a store, mm-hmm. you have to have certain chemicals in your Got products. you. Because expiration dates, everything's expires. Right. And I'm trying to keep mine as natural as possible. Okay. So I'm still weighing my options of like maybe putting it in the store or just keeping it online. Right. You don't but want it to lose its value. I, I really don't want it to lose right. its value. Got because you. people like people like me, I suffer with eczema. I suffer with all this other stuff. Right. And like, you know what I'm saying? And I want people to enjoy it without breaking out. So I mm-hmm. want to keep it as natural as possible. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't add nothing that we don't need to add to it. You know what I'm okay. saying? That, but, and see, what that will do, though, is that will put you in a space to remain independent. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, Shea Moisture's journey, uh, they... Because I remember having to buy Shea Moisture. The only place you could fi- buy it was the flea market. Remember that? You can only get so, Shea Moisture. I, I'm I've been Shea Moisture OG triple OG since, <laughs> since since they only were selling the bars out of New York. Yeah, and wow. and and the vendors were selling them at the flea market on wow. the boulevard. And I remember that was the only place I could get them. My mother used to buy that for us. Shea Moisture, the black soap, because the real black soap, like the hardcore black soap, like the mm. real black soap, mm. which is not actually even black, it's just too harsh for your skin. Really. Like, you should only be using that, like, if you have really serious skin issues uh-huh. because it's strong, right? It really is strong. It's super yeah. strong. Whereas the black soap from Shea Moisture, they dilute it with Shea. They dilute it with a couple of so other it, things. So it keeps your skin. So it's not as harsh, right. but it still kind of gives you that effect. But the point mm-hmm. is, is that, like, even the the green, I think the green was like an olive oil. But the point is, is that Shea Moisture used to be so, like, you could only get it from a vendor. Mm. Right. And so at at some point, I remember over the years realizing, oh, shoot. When did Shea Moisture get in Target? I remember, and I and I had to look up. <laughs> the first place I was Target. Wow, it was Target That's before big. it ended That's up big. in before it ended up in Walmart. Before it ended up, they made the Target deal. Wow. And so Target, Walmart, and then now they're everywhere. Now mm-hmm. they're in the pharmacies. Now they're. But now I'm thinking to myself. Now that you say that, yeah. they probably had to add to. Their products, their products yep. in order for them to live on the shelf for as long as they did. Yep. And and I remember having this moment where I was like, wow, I can't buy all the different things that I used to buy from Shea Moisture. I can only buy the soap. Yeah. Because 
the Did the you? body wash and the liquid body wash was drying me out, mm-hmm. which it didn't do before. Right. The the hair products were drying my hair out, which they didn't do before. So so basically, they they devalued themselves. Right. And and what they did was is they made they didn't devalue, but they what they did for me is whatever. But you it added, didn't work before. It didn't work. Well, after they didn't you, devalue they put themselves because now they're a multi million dollar company. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm Carol's, saying how it don't work for you. It still it still works. It still works for everybody else. Yeah. Carol's or daughters. Else. Same thing. They they oh. they made the franchise yeah. jump as well. Okay. So Carol's Daughters is now available in multiple places. Yep. Mm-hmm. But and they used to be exclusively where you could only buy them with um hairstylists. You could only buy them in hair salons and stuff wow. like that. Okay. So they used to be very exclusive in that way. And now it's like, okay, I can't really use all Shea Moisture products. I still buy the black soap, but I don't buy anything else anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm in that space where, okay, I need to find something else that works. And so right. I've gravitated to independent natural yeah. brands. But that's why you have to be careful, too, because if you look at the ingredients in the back, right. the first they be so fake. That's just salt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, the, the first ingredient is the most thing that they have in their product. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them is adding a lot of salt, adding a lot of chemicals to keep the texture, keep the moisture, keep the expiration date going for a long period of time, still in the shelf life. Right. So, like you said, it worked before. So that's preservative. Yeah. Yep. Pretty it's much. It's like a preservative, but it's not. Because I have preservatives in my products, but it's a natural preservative gotcha. where mold and or bacteria won't grow inside of it. Gotcha. Right. Uh, okay. And it's more so, like, mine's will probably last. I still have a jar. So, you know... Look, look, you know, keeping it, you know, uh-huh. 100. Yep. So probably about four or five months, and I still don't see anything. Wow. And that's just okay. with a natural preservative. Okay. So. So you, that, was just a t- that was just a test just to see. Yeah, just to keep it there, just uh-huh. to see how long it goes and all this other stuff. You're yeah. like, you know, because you have to. Like, with me, I test out all my products. Gotcha. There's not one product I'm selling to anybody that I have not tested out myself. And okay. I tested out for a month or two. Gotcha. So before you try it, I already tried it. Mm-hmm. So, so you, your own, you your own lab rat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So if I personally do not like how it looks or feels on my skin, that's I'm not it. selling it. Okay. That's just a wrap. Understood. Like, you know? Understood. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 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 that so the hair thing mm-hmm. is the is the target. Yes. Okay. The hair thing is the target. So okay. with the so with the hair thing, the body butter sells way better than the hair. You know why? Because a lot of us black women don't like to put everything in our hair. True. It takes a lot to get the trust there. It, it, really? It takes a lot. A lot. And it I takes a lot. Yeah, because you can do anything. I Per se, you buy a product, uh-huh. and the next you know, like a black woman, and she puts it in her hair. Mm-hmm. God forbid, next thing you know, her hair is dry. Or falling out. Or falling out. She's going to automatically blame it the on product. what she changed. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's not going to blame it on the stress. Yep. She's not gonna blame it on anything else. It's gonna, it's gonna be whatever product she added to the yep. to the formula is the reason. That's yeah, right. but if patches is coming out, then you, you already know, what know I'm what's saying. happening, like, well, right? That's, that's that happened before too. <laughs> But yeah, so like the focus is the hair stuff. Um, so like I said, everything I try on myself, I know a couple people who have it and they made their hair thicker or longer. Uh, my hair, it got longer, but then I was like, I really want to be thick, so I I cut it to like shoulder length, and then mm-hmm. now it's like. I want like Erica Badu thick. That's oh, always yeah. my goal. I want That's that my Erica. goal. You know what I'm saying, girl. And really? I'm like, your buns, your buns are thick. Oh, my hair is thick. It, it's thick. <laughs> it's fine, though. My hair is fine, oh. but there's a lot of it. Got you, yep. Yeah. Which is yep. why I can only do maybe one or two different hairstyles. Yep. So if it's something, <laughs> oh, if it's something, if you see me and it's a different hairstyle than you saw me the last week, it's because somebody helped me figure out what else I could do. You know mm-hmm. what? Or I went to the hair salon. Uh-huh. <laughs> because honestly, I had the I had the big 
puff on top. Yeah, I remember. My hair, my hair was is super, super fine. I mean, that's, your, that's your go-to right there anyway. Is that... It is a go-to. Okay. It's always been the ponytail. <laughs> when my hair was in the creamy crack, when my hair is not in the creamy crack, it's always been a ponytail because that's all I know how to do. <laughs> you know, I, and I, I am a woman of many talents, but hair is just not my thing. I, I'm okay with paying somebody else to figure it out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the reason why hair is, is, is the topic, you know, a part of our topic today uh-huh. is just because how... Um, our culture really influences the trends, right? Not just in fashion, but fashion in general, which includes hair. And I think that that is really my concern with, you know, we talked about, you know, how the independent brands are really coming up. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that that space is really existing right now? Why do you think that all of a sudden we have this space where a lot of Black women have kind of propped up and says, you know what, I'm going to join the beauty the beauty beauty care, you know, beauty, the beauty industry. And I'm going to create my own brand and I'm going to fill this space with what I think is going to work for people that look like me. Why do you think that's happening right now? Because that's really like in the last three years, it's been like booming. That's a great question. That is a great question. My personal opinion is because I feel as if they see, let's say famous people, excuse me, or like um, people they see around they see their skin glow. They're mm. seeing like their hair like mm-hmm. looking luxurious and like, you know what I'm saying? Like looking nice and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So why not do it? Mm-hmm. You see that it's um, it's taken off. You see that it's sitting here going somewhere. So why not? Mm-hmm. Some people do, I'm not saying everybody, some people do have a passion for it. Some people want to see people achieve these things. Yeah. But some people see that it's the hype right now. Right. That okay. everybody is making stuff. So people so, still following the trend. Following, right, the, following trend. the trend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you got to admit again, a couple years back, beyond three years, people started like, oh, bump all this relaxers and stuff like that. Oh, we all going natural. Mm-hmm. Right. That and, and you know what? That's so true. I don't think that that's, I don't think we're beyond the five-year mark with that. The whole natural trend way, yeah. uh-huh. this whole embracing of darker skin complexions, uh-huh. all of this, this is so new right now. Yeah. But check you this out. So? I I, I no. feel so. I feel so because I've been black for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> not only have I been black, I've Since been... Birth, you I, I mean, I'm this I've been this black for quite some time. You know, because there was a time when I was younger... Where, you know, you remember when they took the um, school portraits twice a year instead of once? Yes, I remember that. Right? So I had on the wall one time, there was one picture that was a little lighter and there was one picture that was a little darker. One was after the summer break Mm -hmm. and then one was like in the winter. Mm -hmm. And then after that, all my pictures, I must have just stuck after one summer because it just didn't lighten up after that. So I've been this dark for quite some time. So (laughs) so my thing is, is that... Being being this this complexion and even having natural hair, there's always been, and, and here's the thing, I'm not from the 60s, I'm not from the 70s, I'm from the 80s. Um, I'm talking about 90s and 2000s. 90s, yeah. Being a dark-complected woman has has been a struggle. Like I remember being made fun of in grade school. Like because by, of your hair? Because of my hair. Because and mind you, my mother always had my hair done. Yeah. Because of my hair, yeah, because of my complexion. Oh my God. My mother was my mother was ill with it. <laughs> you know, and she matched it too. It always yeah. matched the outfit, Lord. whatever track shoes Wednesday. I had on. She was Check. fired. But you gotta remember back then though, we wasn't we we kinda still aren't, but back then we still get looked at like because you're black, you're ugly. And I'm and, and I'm and telling you that that's up that way. Their yeah. families tell them that like mm, black people are not X, so, Y, and Z. So I, I so I have I have a I have a I think hair is totally a conversation about this. Absolutely, I looked at the good hair thing. 
Oh, you did? Yeah, <laughs> and I was look, I was watching it, and it, and it was saying how, uh, you know, black women felt like they needed to have their hair straight, so they would put the oh, perms in their hair. God. Yes, so that's what that was the thing. I was For like, yo, longest, are you yes, serious? They would put relaxers. Wait, you perms. didn't you didn't realize that that was the reason? That wasn't right. the that wasn't the reason that my mother my my mother did it because our hair was unmanageable. She she could not yeah. take it anymore. She well, put the it, creamy crack in because she needed to comb it. Creamy crack. <laughs> <laughs> she, she needed to comb yeah, it. Yeah. And she needed to do it quickly because she had several yeah. children. So it's like, I can't spend all my time on you, Chris, because there's Rissa and now there's Jay. And now we've mm-hmm. got to get all you three rugrats out the door. Well, 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 I got a sister and my daughter. Yeah. Like, my daughter's hair is, like, down to her ass. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Pretty much. And, and, and we... She don't use those type of products, but, but she, she's she also well, has Spanish well, half black. But yeah, right, does, but yeah. well, her her curl pattern is probably much looser, so it's easier to deal with. The tighter it's your not. Curl, oh, okay. No, no, it's not. It probably it's gets just tangled. long as hell. It's just it's, it's just tangly, tangly. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, the tighter the tighter the curl the tighter pattern, the, curl, uh-huh. the, the coarse, harder the coarser it is. the hair. And not no, not even that because my hair is actually very soft, but the curl pattern on my hair is super super coily. And it breaks off e- very easily. Because my hair actually is down here. My hair is down here. Wow. I would have never yeah, known. that shrinkage is real. Yeah, the shrinkage. My, my, and- my hair was done. <laughs> <laughs> have you done a pros- prosperity test? Like the thing where you take a string of your hair and put it into the um, water? And no, I haven't. Mean? I just yeah. trust my sister to tell me what to do. I, know, I really <laughs> I really don't care to know anything beyond what she says. So I, <laughs> and because <laughs> and because it's just going to be like, it's going to be a different language to me. And I'm all, all I'm going to respond to her and say is, okay, so can you do it? <laughs> Right. Because yes that, or no? But but because that's how much hair I have. But my hair, like if it's straight, if it's straightened out, it's yeah. super long, mm. like super super long. But this conversation about hair is to- truly about beauty. It's about yeah. how we feel about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy that you bring that up is because did I tell you the black po- Pocahontas story? No, I, never. I didn't tell you this. No, <laughs> no. So. <laughs> <laughs> So th- this is about how my brother, like, he roasted me, like, for a week. Wow. So I had this, so I, I've had this love-hate relationship with my hair and going natural for years. And everybody in my family knows this. And so my first attempt to, like, have locks was to grow my hair out because I didn't want to start, I didn't want to cut off the perm and start with those itty-bitty joints. I just didn't want want to live my life like that. Uh. So I says, you know what? I'm going to get the koofies right. Uh I'm going to get several different koofies. I'm going to just brush it on top, whatever. I'm going to get the koofie. I'm going to let my hair grow out. We cut off the perm. We start the locks. Boom. Right? No. Christina did not know what she was doing. Okay, uh, I was legitimately just kind of brushing <laughs> on top a little bit and putting a koofie on. I was not really taking care of my hair. Right. Right? So I had this job and I will not say the name of the of the cafe that I had the job at. That's it was fine. a part-time job, uh-huh. right? It was in Cheshire. For those who are from Connecticut, you should kind of understand where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, and I was a barista and I was wearing a koofy, but there was a no hat policy. I interviewed a hat. Oh. It's not really. Oh, no, it's so. not. And 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 my hair at the time was long. Yeah. And and so my hair filled the koofy and and I had different ones and I kept my hair neat and it was a way to keep my hair neat. Mm. And this is a food service business, right? I interviewed with this kufi on. I worked in this space for several months with this kufi. And because the guy who I guess, I did, I guess there was a position open. I didn't want a position. I didn't want to be manager. I just wanted to come make my money so I could fix my truck. That's yep, it. And be out. And be out. That's it. Don't care, right? <laughs> I had a whole nother job. So I guess one of the people thought I was after the 
the manager position because, you know, I came in there and I've been a barista before. Mm. I've been a barista before while I was in college. That was one of my part-time jobs. So I know what I was doing. I came in and, you know, you know, somebody was feeling kind of salty because customers was asking for me, asking for me. Uh, it was always so, this kind of way, way. It's the way you carry yourself, Yo, man. Check People this out. love it. So the owner of the, the shop comes and goes, oh, we have a no hat policy. And I look at her and I'm like, what? Hey, yo, like I interviewed with this. I've been working with this. And mind you, I'm the only person who's actually got their hair back while serving food because nobody else in here is wearing hairnets. Which you should. First of all, I, I just want to say this for the record. Outlaw is like one of the most professional people I know. <laughs> so like, there's no, they, they, so, so you know that was a direct target. That was a direct target. So I go, hmm. I says, um, yeah, this not going to work for me. <laughs> And she was like, well, um, and she had like a whole meeting with me and then brought her husband for backup because it was a family-owned business. Mind you, their son wears a hat every time he works. Really? Baseball cap. And where does he work? In the kitchen? Nah, he works out in the front with all the rest okay, of us. Okay, well. You, now, like granted, I, I was also, it was a lot of high school, college kids working at this spot, and I was the oldest one there because I was out of school already. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not removing it. I went back to work. She pulls me in for another meeting, yeah. and now I'm having a meeting with the husband. And mm-hmm. he's like, listen, we have a serious no-hat policy. I says, but you interviewed me with this, and I've been wearing this for some time. I said, so I don't understand where this is coming from. And at the time, I really need to get my truck back up, right? So I had this moment. I talked to my sister. I said, listen, they they trying to get me to, you know, take this cool you off, but my hair looks crazy. And, you know, so anyway, she combed my hair out. We're not going to talk about that process or how my sister felt about me after um, because I obviously wasn't really combing my hair. <laughs> this is not the way to... By the way, this is not the way to get locks. Do not do this. <laughs> Anyways, after that, right? So I ended up going, all right, fine. You know what? I'll go for the job. I regret it to this day because I should have just quit. But I said, you know what? I'm trying to reach a goal, whatever, whatever. I'm going to go for the job. My sister combed my hair out. She put the creamy crack back in my hair. Oh, my God. Just... Just did away with all of my wonderful, non-productive work, right? And my hair was so long, like it was almost by my waist. That's uh-huh. how long my hair was. And she parted it down the middle. I never part my hair in the middle. Never. My brother clowned me all week and says, what you think you is, the Black Pocahontas? What you, the Black Pocahontas? Black Pocahontas coming through, everybody move out the way. Like, he used to clown me, right? Uh. But that's how long our hair can be once you stretch it out. But the whole conversation is, why is it that the way I was wasn't okay? Why well, is it that, you know, my kufi wasn't acceptable? Why now all of a sudden you need to consider it a hat? Why is it that now I have to straighten my hair in order to be accepted when... Everybody else is not even following food service protocol. They didn't even have hairnets on. Like, this is really kind of, that's like, that's the reality of somebody who's living in this space, in this this America, Uh like, really constantly getting checked like that. Yeah, because they they, they knew what they was doing. They knew what they were doing. They had it before and they did that. You know what the thing is? They thought they can change you after the certain time frame and then be like, all right, she's going to do what we say because you know she's going to want this job. Exactly. So you have no choice but to. I ended up quitting anyway. (laughs) Because I was like, I I ended up quitting anyway. But um, what I'm trying to say to you, Broadway, is that's like, that's sisters with natural hair, that's what they go through. Constantly being checked. So when I got the corporate job, Uh I purposely wear my wore my hair in natural styles on purpose and dared somebody to say something to me. I wore I wore that's why I did the faux locks. Yeah. I did the faux locks every year on purpose like clockwork. Say something. 
Wow. Hair in the Afro, say something. Say something so right? after that experience, I says I dare somebody to tell me something about my hair. But you know, it all go, it all come, goes down to uh, pretty much um, what do they call it? They, they, it's a word for it. The perm? No, not they. They mind you, white discrimi- people permits to make it curly. Discriminating. <laughs> Black people permits to make it straight. <laughs> That's, That's true. That's crazy. That shit is weird. That's crazy, right? <laughs> but but here's the thing. It's discrimination. But, but it's not just that. I need to be acceptable. In order to be acceptable, you had to see that my hair was long and straight and 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 more European yeah. so that I could be accepted in this space. I mean, granted, you know, that's that's but that's what it was. And I was in Cheshire. I was Jeez. in Cheshire. Yeah. You know uh, what I'm saying? Not already, a lot of people. I was know. the only person that looked like me in that store, working at that store. Probably Besides one other girl, but she like. blended because she did what was necessary. She had her hair straight already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I, I mean, you know, this is what's kind of funny to me is, is that now we have this embracing of natural hair. Yep. We have this embracing of complexions in general. And it's like, okay, I'm here for it. But honey, I've been I don't look this way for quite some time. So I, I'm glad that y'all done caught up. <laughs> but you know, I hope that this I hope that this is a trend that doesn't stay a trend. I hope that this is something that ends up being continually yep. accepted and that women of different um complexions um can be embraced and people with natural hair in all its forms, you know, free form locks and you know, afro puffs and whatever it is, mm-hmm. it can truly be embraced because yeah. it's not really like I feel like yes we're here but we're I really hope far. I hope that it just doesn't fade like right. tomorrow we're back to because the wig game is still popping not oh, that, yeah, no, and de- not that definitely. I got an issue with wigs definitely but but the weaves the wigs all of that so, is in so, the same line so 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 I never knew now I, now I heard all types of different hairs yeah, I mean I grew up in a house with women mm-hmm. I heard of the yakki <laughs> right yeah. I'm like what the fuck is yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying you know my aunt used to do people's hair mm-hmm. and I'm like she was busting it out that's the braiding hair that's the braiding hair yeah. okay that's what it is see I didn't know that yeah right then I'm looking at the good hair thing with Chris Rock yep and I'm I'm like yo these people were getting this this hair from India too. Mm-hmm. They were these this is real people's hair. Yeah, they kind of Wait you you that. didn't realize that that was what natural weed was no was. or wigs I never I, like I said, you know what? I, I was think, used to the. Wait, wait. His reaction is telling me <laughs> I don't know that men just don't care. <laughs> no, I don't. they as long as you look, however it is that you look. Now hold on, I'm now. good. See, wait, I on. can't say that because yeah, but, 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 <laughs> but you have to. Then if wait, wait, don't hold on me. Then answer her question. What's that? What's her the question? question? Was what did you think it was? Yeah, what you think it was? Yaki. No, no, no. I thought wait a second. Wait a second. What is yaki to you? What is fake hair? Okay, where do you think it came from? I don't know. Horses, <laughs> I guess. These are fucking horses. I don't, I don't know. I'm telling you. So, so men don't care. Well, some men see, don't care. Because see, I can't. I can't. I can't, I can't be. What do you I, care? How I can't, far do you I, care? Do you care as far as your wallet, or do you care as far to understand what it is? No, I care as far as me not dealing with or dating anyone who has fake hair. I just don't do that. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. But what it's if a you preference need... for me. Wait a... No. <laughs> My phone is going down. We're going off script. <laughs> wait a mother-loving second. So how can you tell me... So you go out on a date with a woman, and uh-huh. her hair is luxurious, beautiful, right? Uh-huh. It's got curls. It's looking popping, whatever, whatever. You like her. You guys don't live in the same place. Okay. You go on several dates. Okay. 
She's rocking the same hairstyle. It looks great. You're loving it, right? Two I got the down. I got a wait, train wait, wait, eye. Wait, Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I got a train Two eye. Months, no, no, your eye's not that train because you think everything is yakky. <laughs> your eye is not that train. Okay. Two months down the line, she comes up with another hairstyle. Does it trigger a thought that her hair is fake? Absolutely. Because she has a different hairstyle? Yes, it does. My hair was different last week. Yes. My hair was different I've last seen, week. I've seen. You yeah, know. But I know your hair is real. That's not. <laughs> I've seen women take off caps. Oh, oh my God. Threw me completely <laughs> off. Okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you witnessed. I was traumatized. Was I've been traumatized. I'm sorry. I've been traumatized. <laughs> what? I'm like, yo, my God. Oh, 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 oh time out. Yeah, I can't put my hair through that. <laughs> Oh my God! God forbid you pull it. Oh my God! It's over. <laughs> it's well, over. Some, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Hey, some women are go. very good at what they do, and they're they securing are. processes. They yeah. But awesome. the, but the Indian, the, the point I'm trying to make is they would the, the they're selling the Indian the Indians hair. Yep. Wow, you're they, really in shock. I didn't know that Brazilians too. Mm-hmm. They do it. People South Africans. Like, oh no, my yeah. god, that is traumatizing. They, sure they said they, they said that, that, that they were interviewing a guy, and he did, in this movie, in the documentary, he said it's not a big crime to cut somebody's hair while they're sleeping. Excuse me. Okay, that is a big crime. Yeah. What country? Not was in this? India. Okay, Obviously. that's crazy. Say, yeah, that's yeah. Country. What country are we talking about? <laughs> India. In America, you getting slit. Okay, Listen, you getting cut. India, I'm, you know, because they grow their hair long, long. No, no, no. They only grow their hair that long to sell it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, and then it's another cult. It was a, it's another thing where if they 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 give their they scalp their heads for for prayer. Oh, okay. they go that, they go but get now you're talking yeah. religion, right? But they, they they still making money off of it. Off of the hair, yo, your facial expressions. Right I'm, now I are was in insane. shock. I was look. Like, I'm, I'm looking at the TV like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is crazy. No, honey, that's business. <laughs> Obviously, <Yeah. laughs> that's business. Obviously, I, straight business. I, I, listen, and and then and then they have the guy, the guy from India, to come to America with a bag full of hair. Guy, mm-hmm. he says, how, how much you think is in your bag right now? He's about eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah. He had stacks of hair. They're I'm selling like, 22, 24 inch Peruvian hair because I like the Peruvian. If I'm gonna go that way, <laughs> I like Peruvian better yeah. than Brazilian. <laughs> Peruvian, it's just it, you know, it just lays better. Um, I had one wig, but that was one time, and my sister and I decided that I'm not built for it. So I've moved I, I on. I can't. I can't see you. I've moved on. I had no. I looked great, but I just. I don't know. I don't know. She made it specially for me. I just can't. I just. Wait a minute. Because I made like what? The, the whole thing? Like the. No, like I, I had a wig and, and, and she braided my hair yeah. back and it was so that I could change up my look because I wanted to experiment with my look and hairstyles and stuff like that. But when you have hair like mine, like 4C, very coily hair, mm-hmm. and especially if it's fine, you don't want to m- do too much with it because it will break off. Right, right. So my hair is actually more, fra- even though I have a lot of hair, a lot of people don't realize that my hair is actually more fragile than somebody else's. So in order not to like dilute or like break off my hair, I go with someone else. Right. And so I wanted to play with styles. I wanted to be, you know, whatever. And so I tried it. I looked great. I looked absolutely marvelous. Really? But um, I started to get headaches. <laughs> you, know, you know they, they do men, because men, I did, men's hair. Yeah, yeah you didn't so, see that? I did see that. Did that mess you up too? Yes, it did. I feel like you're shocked with the game. I am right now. I'm very shocked. Everybody's the hair game is like 
you need to spend more time in Atlanta if you really want to see what the hair game is because you won't know. I don't. You won't know the difference. No, but they're that good. Wow, they're that good. There's some men. There's barbers out there who are that, that thorough. Good. They thorough. You because would they, never they, know. They, the, 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 Somebody went the ball from high, I, ball to high top. Yes. The clip that I and, and they blended and everything. They blended the little side, the yes. sides, yes, with the shape of them. And I'm like, yo, yes. How did it? And they spend hundreds of dollars for it. Obviously, Absolutely, right? but it don't last that long. A haircut literally only lasts about I want to say I get maybe like five to ten days. Mm-hmm. You got to go back to the barbershop. Yeah. So just like right. we must go get their hair done every two weeks. Oh uh, yeah. So you have a set schedule where they need to go back. I yep. am. See, Dom said, go back to your set schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but the point, okay. Yeah. So the fact that this is such an industry, because the hair industry is insane. Yep. Right? It's 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 a it's a billion dollar industry. Yep. The selling of hair, the doing of hair, the hair product, I mean, combined, this is in this is crazy. Are you surprised by the fact that um the entertainment industry has embraced it, and I'm and when I say entertainment, I mean like all of it. I'm not talking about hip hop. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised. That has not embraced it or didn't embrace it. Has embraced, especially the natural hair. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Wave. I don't know if you saw it. I forget which. I forget. I think it was Alexander McQueen. They just recently. I think it was a couple of seasons ago. And even the white models, they had all these different variations of afros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like. And, of course, they blended the afros to match the model. So if the model had red hair, then her afro was red or her her afro puffs were red or whatever. And it was very whimsical. And I was like, hmm, that looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know, when there were braids and all this other stuff. And I said, hmm. And I'm not saying braids are exclusive to black people. That's yeah. not what I'm saying at all. I'm just, I'm just kind of surprised that, okay, you guys are embracing these looks and you are embracing this. I mean, are you surprised? Just somebody who's in the hair care industry. I am surprised. I I really am. Because for so long, if you look at all these videos and everybody doing their thing and stuff like that, everybody's hair straight. Mm -hmm. Everybody's hair is a certain type of way, trying to fit into a certain type of, like say, stereotype. You know what I'm saying? In a box. It's a box. A small like you know, like, but like yeah. So I really am surprised, but then at the end of the day, still to this day, if you wear your natural hair out or things like that, you're still getting judged. At the end of the day, so it's kind of like you're embracing it, but to a certain extent, mm. like it's okay to have your hair straight, but don't relax it. So like it's it's like you have these like type of things. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like your hair could be straight and natural. But then, like, so, mm, you could probably perm it just a little bit too. So, so, so what? <laughs> like, so, you know, like, so whatever like, happened to the straighten comb and the and the? Oh, those still exist. They still exist. What? You still use one? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Oh my god! I just know they still exist. Oh my god! You know, and this is why moms and grandmoms should not be wielding these kinds of tools. <laughs> you need to go to the hair salon, have a professional were, touch were, your head. They were branding y'all next. Yo, right? I remember yeah, my grandmother has grease? burnt my ears many oh my times, god. and they be like, "Hold your ear, and how I'm holding my ear, and you still burning it." Yeah, exactly. Then, 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 then they use the crown, the crown royal grease. Remember the, oh the, the my red? god, the blue grease. <laughs> what about the blue magic? The blue magic. The, the blue, blue magic blue will magic. protect. I, to this day, blue magic will take care of your hair. I don't care what <laughs> nobody say. It was heavy as hell, but blue magic is it. Is it okay? Blue magic. I just bought that for somebody for for um, clogging up all your sub, sub, What is it called? Sebation glands. It's <laughs> killing. Yo, <laughs> blue, blue magic is it. Okay, I don't care what nobody say. Okay, so th- here's my thing. All right, so I, I I have something a little fun. All right. 
Um, but before we dip into that, what would you say right now are the biggest hair brands right now, especially for, for the black community? What would you say are the biggest hair brands out there for natural hair or or not not natural hair, just biggest hair brands for black for the black community? I'm gonna say my top three uh-huh. would literally be Dark and Lovely, okay. Shea Moisture, and the main choice. Now let's not forget too, y'all. The main choice is mane and tail. Okay. It's just that's old school as hell. That's old school as hell. We didn't know that the actual shampoo and conditioner was actually horse shampoo and conditioner. It's actually really horse shampoo and conditioner. Horse shampoo. Wow. That's a thing. Yeah, mane and tail. Get the fuck out. You know what's funny? You know what I discovered the other day because I had to go to the because I'm in the process of uh, combing combing my locks out. Uh huh. And um uh. I went to the hair store, and you know what's hilarious is that the hair store products are set up like the liquor store. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the cheaper it is, the closer it is to the floor, and uh-huh. the more expensive it is, the higher High it is, is on the shelf. Absolutely. I was like, wait a second, because I had to get real low to find shiny gel, <laughs> which is my gel. I don't care what nobody say. Is, I'm that, not put... is that the black stuff? No, absolutely not. Oh, okay. I'm never going to use that. <laughs> I'm not going to use Eco Style. I'm not going to use any. A shining jam is like everything to me because it's so easy to use. It's easy to wash out. It's not abrasive. It's not, it doesn't make a residue on your hair. It's it's light. It's what you use for your kids when you suck your kids' hair. Mm. And, and honestly, it's the best thing I've ever used. Everything else leaves a residue or makes your hair hard or, you know, dried out. And it's like, uh, I, I can't do that. Like, my hair right now still feels, like, really soft. So I had to lean very, like, I had to, like, bend down to find Shina Jam. Because, you know, Shina Jam is, like, five bucks. Right. And, you know, if you stand up, all the expensive stuff is at the top. I said, wait a second, this is built like a liquor store. Mm-hmm. And that messed me up for hey, a second. Hey, hey, it kinda, it's kind of it's kind of funny up. that you that you right. made that observation. Right. <laughs> I, I I don't spend that much time at the liquor store, but I understand that a liquor store is set up that way. So don't stop trying to implicate. But um, okay. So here here's my thought. You know the trend of natural hairstyles. Um, who do you think is like probably the best poster child for natural hair in the industry right now? Erica Badu. Erica Badu. I love Erica Badu. I do too. It's my girl. I'm sorry. She just all natural in every way. Like I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. I don't care. Really? Yeah. It's a, it's a. I don't give a fuck about what nobody say. Kind of yeah. energy. Yeah. And I honestly, that's that is actually a goal for me. Yeah. She is yeah. really in a space where it's just like, listen, I'm gonna do me, yep. regardless of nothing. anything. It, it's it's it, even the mu- the music she puts out. Yep. Yeah. Every three years really or so, so she cool. makes a she makes us wait. Uh, that's fine. We just have to keep waiting. <laughs> that's fine. All right, Erica. And, whenever and you, you, feel, you, whenever you're ready. Yep. And you still get that. You still get, still get the same vibe. The same, same vibe. vibe. She's and dope. Still jamming to her too. Yeah. Exactly. Her stuff. I went to the um that concert and in the pregame waiting for the artist to come on. They were playing her music. Everybody knew every word. Of course. And from and it was from a track from Bodoism. And I was yeah, like, Tyrone. yo. Probably Tyrone. No, nah, no, nah, it wasn't Tyrone. <laughs> it, was a, it was actually a deep cut. And I was surprised because I know every song. I was surprised that the whole room knew it, the whole all the words. Yeah, well. Okay, so nice. this is this is the fun thing that I really want to do with you right quick, Dom. This is this is the fun thing. All right. So because you're in the hair care business, uh-huh. right? So Black Twitter is out of control, as we all know. <laughs> and um Black Twitter had this crazy question, right? Okay. So I'm gonna give credit to 
credit's due um, at Burner Lou or Lou's Burner. Lou's Burner. Um, Lou's Burner on Twitter. He asked the Black Twitter a question. He says, whose hair has been the most consistently laid throughout their career? <laughs> Prince, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, or Queen Latifah? Prince. Prince. Off rip. Off rip. Prince. Prince. Let me tell you something about Prince. (laughs) (laughs) And I know I'm young. Let me tell you something. But when I mean, when that man stepped out and had that hair laid every time with his Mm -hmm. little cane and his heels going on, Mm -hmm. he came out stunting on it. Of course. Snoop Dogg, I get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? He got a little perm going on, a little curls. Okay, I got it. Mary J. Blige, we, we women. Like, you know what I'm saying? Of, of course. course. We're going to step out stunting of on course. the wheel. Right, My girl, right. Queen Latifah. Love Queen Latifah. She had different hairstyles from left and right. But Prince, you can't Pr- tell me nothing. Prince Pr- 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 <laughs> Pr- wear the same hairstyle twice. <laughs> Yo, Prince here. Listen, if you go through the years of Prince, he always... Remember when he had that taper cut where it was short in the back? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, Mind yep. you, that's one of the styles that the women would get at the hair at the hair salon. Yep. You know, when they went for a shortcut, he did that on a whole nother level. But okay, here's some honorable mentions. Some honorable mentions is Cat Williams. Cat Williams, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, yeah, he did. Yeah, he Somebody did. said, how you gonna leave out Ron Isley? Oh. Ron wow. Isley's hair be laid. Come yeah, on now. No, it do. It Ron do. Isley's no, hair be laid though. That's Somebody was like, Paul Paul's hair been laid since black and white pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh ways. Wait, hold on, hold on. And then somebody else said um, Janet Jackson. She did have some good. She did. Yeah. She did somebody good. said Janet Jackson had her hair laid. And then the crazy part about it is, and somebody said, how you going to leave Mac- Mike Jack off the list? How you going to leave Mike Jack off the list? I don't know, because there was those moments sometimes where he was like, when he had to go to court, nah, he looked good then too. His yeah. hair was definitely laid. I see one on here with Aaliyah. Aaliyah's hair always been laid. Yep, yep. Always been laid. But I don't think on the level of like Snoop yeah, and Prince. Yeah, I don't like, think it was on the it was, level. It was just straight. She never really did much to it. Right. She didn't have to. But again, Prince. Okay, so Prince is... Yeah, yo, Prince, you're doubling down on Prince. Yeah, bro, Prince took this one. I, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at that one. See, he came out stunting on him. He made sure when he stepped out, you knew yo, who he was, and yo, he ain't stepping out looking no he's type like he had of way. He had to pick roses in this yo. one. Prince, see, see. Prince is the originator of of the baby. Uh, what is it, what do you call it? Oh my, is it crybaby? No, the um, oh my god, the edges. He's um, the, he he's the originator of laying your edges down. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, with the sideburns. Yeah, with the sideburns. <laughs> that all that is other too stuff. funny. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think maybe Prince got it. I don't know, but I don't know. Snoop Snoop always been. Yeah, but a Snoop does braids. Okay, Snoop gets hair straight. Okay, but have you seen Snoop with little different little designs and yeah. stuff? I mean, look, okay, look, we got he, curls here. He, fl- he flip it, he flip it. We got braids. Oh, okay. Then we got him with the locks, remember? Yeah, he okay. got locks now. Okay, yep. okay. But Snoop, Snoop will get it done. He, Snoop yeah. get it done now, okay? Mm-hmm. Cat Williams is funny. Another person said Cat Williams. Yeah. But, um, so... Cat, yeah. Cat Williams, he had, he had that that slick down and then it flipped. Oh, no, yeah. he, was, oh, he, was he was such a pimp. <laughs> yeah, it's a fact. Such a pimp. <laughs> Money pimp Mike. Number one. <laughs> Money Mike. <laughs> Money <laughs> Um, well, I, I I feel like, you know, this is kind of, you know, definitely our influence in fashion, um, you know, 360 around the board, you know, clothes, hair, um, just the way we approach it, I think is, 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 you can't escape it. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm, and I'm glad that we're in a space where 
we have trends and we have fashion houses like Pyre Moss. And I'm glad we have situations where, you know, the trend of embracing more natural hair texture is 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 in now because, you know, without it, you know, you you're excluding so much beauty when you don't see that. And I love right. the fact that it's something that is representative, that girls coming up now can see children's books with them on the front. They can yep, see yep. people on screen. They can see people on a magazine. They can see people in social media looking like them. Yep. I think that that's really dope. So yeah. I like the fact that we're there. I just hope that we don't get away from it. I hope it's not a trend. You know, like uh, Light Skin Brothers in the early 90s. You know, I hope it's something that stays in. <laughs> Is you know that what I'm like saying? a shot? <laughs> no, it was Loki. Is that I a shot? Shots fired. <laughs> Not at, Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But um um so Dominique, we want you to stay around because we want you to weigh in on um, you know, the last we gotta hit the vibes right quick. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. the vibes is, you know, something that, you know, uh Broadway really wanted to come up with and kind of hit us with um the Pusha T album. Yeah, I was checking I checked the uh billboards, didn't see it up there. Um, <laughs> yo. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, what I mean, it's Pusha, so I'm like, yo, listen, man, you know, and I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Before Jay, I mean, after Jay is Pusha to me. Okay. And on on this album, he had Ye and Pharrell mm-hmm. producing on his record. Mm-hmm. So what I what I found out was he had he wanted to do six from Push, I mean six from Ye and six from Pharrell. Mm-hmm. Now they made they made their differences. You know what I'm saying? Who who was the best to work with? This is that and third. The product, the end product was was pretty pretty fascinating. But at the same time, I felt like uh, Pusha T's album uh, didn't hit me the first time like his last album did. Like Daytona did. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about uh, this new album is called It's Almost Dry. Um, well, he has some. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all I gotta say on that. That was not me. That was, that was not me. That was not me either. Because <laughs> usually that's me. But that wasn't me today. <laughs> that was just that. That um, wasn't me today. Yeah. So so push, so I had to I listened to it a few times. You know, I actually gave it more than one listen. I'm and so I went, proud of you, Broadway. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Because usually you want to do Slap, slap, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll be one of those. But it's but it's Pusha T. So I had to I had to give it a second. I had to give it a second listen or a mm-hmm. third listen and a third second opinion on what I felt about it. The production was awesome. His his deliver okay. his delivery his cadence was was great. What was his, your favorite track on the album? Um, Hear Me Clearly was okay. dope. Uh, Neck and Wrist obviously with Jay on it, and uh, I like Diet Coke. Um, also too his 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 uh. His Brambleton, uh, 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 I record. liked Brambleton. Yeah, that was dope. It was dope. I liked it. It was dope. Well, so. well, I mean, what really stuck out to you though? Like, did you like the direction of the album in general, or what was it? The produ- because the product you can tell what was Kanye too. Like, it, it was Jay. I could tell it, that it was uh, Jay. It was Jay. You could you could tell the difference in between. Dreaming of the past was definitely a Kanye track. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, um, absolutely. <clears throat> Diet Coke obviously is um, Kanye. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. I I liked it. I, I'm not saying that I thought I you know for me if if I want to shut it off uh-huh. before I get to my destination, right. that's usually my that's usually my go to for you mm-hmm. know I'm good. You know what, you know <laughs> so, what I, you know what other one I liked um 
scrape it off with Lil Uzi Vert. I was surprised that actually Lil, I like that too. It was dope. I didn't I didn't know little Uzi Vert could spit like that. Well, here's the thing. I was confused okay. for a second. I'm like, this this nah, this shit is fine. But I don't I don't think that you should be confused. When people who don't normally who don't normally push themselves and they just ride off of whatever wave they're on, kind of do their thing, they're gonna mm-hmm. do their thing. Mm-hmm. When they're surrounded by people who push themselves and they're surrounded by greatness, you naturally you either have to push yourself you to come be up. as great, Hell yeah. or you gotta get out the room. You better get and out the room. And that's really what it comes down to. You you have to do one or the other. Yeah. It, um, to be to be quite it, it's I didn't skip a track. You sure? I didn't skip a track. It sounds like you skipped a track or two, Dominic. <laughs> I didn't Did really, you? You didn't, didn't get into really, it? I didn't really wasn't feeling it. Now, Mo, you know me. I'm like old school, old school. Uh-huh. And all this new stuff that's really coming out, uh-huh. I'm real picky with my music. Uh-huh. So I really wasn't feeling it. I, I, nothing caught to my attention. Okay. Nothing. Okay. So you say, but why? Was there anything specific that made you go, mm? Eh, not for me. It just, it just was overall. It the, was it the beats? Was it the lyrics? Was it the, the, the it vibe the of the whole album? I think it was just the lyrics. It just wasn't touching my soul. Like, you oh, know what I'm saying? I, I, but I, I mean, I'm honest with you. It, it really wasn't. Like, but I mean, who? I mean, I mean, who nowadays touch people's souls? No, 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 no. Oh. My, my thought process. <laughs> <laughs> my rappers my, nowadays, you know. Uh, no, nah, that's not where I was going. But <laughs> my point is, is that to be fair, not a lot of us can really, outside of watching The Wire, can mm. relate to Pusha. Like, Pusha T's topic of choice, I wouldn't say a lot of us have experience in True. those things. True. So because of that, can you really relate to him? So is it more about you being able to embrace the story and live the story because it's like reading a really good book or watching yeah, yeah, a yeah. really good movie? It's like, I've never lived that lifestyle, but damn. I can really understand where you're coming from because mm. you delivered the story so well. So I, I believe that people in Pusha's Lane, Pusha T, Benny the Butcher, Westside, like these guys are giving us stories yeah. that most of us will never live in our lifetime. Right. So it's more of how well can you tell the story so I can feel you. Like there's a mm-hmm. reason why people like watching New Jack City and they never dealt drugs or did drugs in their life. Yeah. But they would love to watch New Jack City it's over the, and over and over. It's the delivery of like, the whole story. Right. There's a reason why Fresh is still in the conversation of black classic movies. Fresh is dope. You know what I'm Fresh, saying? Fresh had a had a had a story. But because you it felt a, the story. A, right. But right? it also it, it also had a um it also had a, a meaning. It did. To it. it did did. And you I feel and I seen parts. Okay. Fresh you know what? You get a That's chance enough. To watch it. That's okay. enough. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough dude, because Fresh is actually really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you feel the heartbreak of the story. You know, this kid trying to just figure out how to survive and really becoming this, mm. he evolves into this other person. And the kid is what? What, 13? 13. Wow. 13 yeah. years old. So Stacking money, buying right. breaks. Crazy. Doing everything. So I feel like we're not going to, for those who don't know that lifestyle or never lived it, you're not going to know what Push is really going through. It's not going to be relatable. But if he can make you understand where he's coming from, uh-huh. I think he's, I think he's, done his job. And so here, if he hasn't done his job, then you might be yeah. getting the response well, of, here, ah, well, it here, didn't work here, for here's me. The, here's the thing, too. I know someone who went to school with Push in mm-hmm. VA, mm-hmm. and he said him and his brother was really 
really getting it in. Well, I don't deny that what he's talking about, yeah. he knows about. I'm yeah. saying the fact that no, no, no I'm just whoever, saying yeah, but the, the, the fact that whoever's content, listening, period. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the fact of whoever's listening, if you're not feeling it, maybe he didn't do a good job of telling his story this time around. The, yeah, because right. his topic, his his topic of choice doesn't really change. No, <laughs> it's, he's the, it's he's always the, kind of he's been the drug dealer rapper. Yep, it's yeah. always kind of been this kind of way. Yeah. yeah. And then I, some people relate to that type of stuff where they just like, oh yeah, they think about it like, oh yeah, you know, I used to do this, I can mm-hmm. do this X, Y, and Z, and it's bumping. What a, what a thing is, or it, it's just cool because there's a lot of people just like try just to emulate yep. what they think is cool. Of course they do. That is that that a lot of that's going around. Uh, absolutely, um, and it's been like that for years. Um, and also too, that goes into hip hop influencing, you know, just the trendy street. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, because you, you got a lot of kids who don't live that lifestyle and are walking around trying to act like they do, or become rappers and talk about stuff they don't know nothing about. Oh yeah, well they spoke about that too. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it ain't gonna be. But um, it I, I don't know. I I I didn't mind it. I'm I'm not gonna say that this is his best, but I I think there's definitely. I, if I had to, c- to compare this to Daytona. I listen to Daytona first. I, although too, I listen to. A, I'm I'm a Pusha fan, so. I kind of like. Know. I think Daytona is tough. I, I think a lot fire. of. I think you can't get away from Daytona at nah, all. Nah, you can't. I you think can't. Daytona is just kind of that 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 album. Yeah, it's like. But the you know that his 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 rollout. You know what I'm saying? And this is also his last um album on Def Jam. Okay. So his rollout, what he what he what he wanted to do with it. You know what I mean? Like he's he's totally like going around promoting it wherever he can promote it or well, whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? P- Push is well liked in the industry. Push is well liked in the streets. But so, he's not necessarily a commercial rapper. No, he's I, not. I, I need to I need to make that very clear. His but this power the, comes from the fact that he's, you know, isn't he, he still the C- well he's he still the CEO a. of good good um well, good music. I didn't I thought he wasn't the president anymore. Well I mean that's, that's no I'm asking isn't no, no, he still that? I don't that? think he is. Well that is what got him a lot of clout beyond him working with um Pharrell and well, whoever not, else. Let's not let's not uh uh forget the fact that he he him and his brother came up with the slogan I'm loving it from uh, McDonald's. And he said that he got like a almost a quarter million dollars or half a million. Well, I from think that's that. dope. Wow, yeah. But he then But nobody he, knew though until like Last year. Yeah, until you just told me just now. <laughs> and then he dissed McDonald's <laughs> with an Arby's commercial. Because, because oh, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> but it's publicity. Right. I feel like Pusha T uh, knows how to bring the attention to him. Even I, with... I think he has to because he's not a commercial rapper. Right. I don't think he's somebody who's... Like, Jay-Z had a, the same topic, but... Jay Z for some reason broke through to another level of popularity. He did. I, do, I I think there's not that there's not as many people as I would like to think knows about Pusha T that knows about Pusha T. I don't think like if you say Jay Z to anybody, yeah, they don't know who Jay Z is, of course. But I guarantee you, not everybody knows Pusha T. Yeah, but. The new Pusha T or the old Pusha T? Because now, remember clips. The clips. Like, you know what I'm I saying? I love so, the clips. Pusha T. He wasn't be like, when I the love last the time clips. you heard it like this, like that song? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 like, oh, oh. He oh. was in there, like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh. I told wow. you I'm more, I'm more old school. I don't, like, you know, I try, okay. you know, I'm picky with All my All right, song, so we should have started there first. We should have started there. <laughs> Willie. We should have started at Laura Willie. <laughs> oh, yeah, Laura Willie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I think that's just what it is. 
Nah, yeah, but I, I, I focus on pushing. I think out. he's still trying to figure out how he's gonna live in this space, and probably maybe he's experimenting because he doesn't really have to make music if he doesn't want to. No, he don't. You know what I'm saying? He like already, he, he already kicked really up. Really have to. Yeah, he already kicked he's, up. He's he's in one of those spaces where he's comfortable. You know, he's made his money. He's still making money. He has business ventures. Like he doesn't have to do. Well, he he he, he said, doesn't have he to. He said make that music. he come out with albums every three years, but I don't. I don't... Oh, so he's same Erica Badu. Yeah, exactly. And it and it's <laughs> and it and it sells. I mean, I don't. I never seen it. Him does break... sell. I, I didn't see it. It does the sell because there though. is a niche. There is a niche market for him and his. His brand, just like there is for Griselda. You know what I'm saying? He was doing it before Griselda. He he's mm-hmm. just his sound is just different. Mm-hmm. Like, and I and I love the fact that he But that's Kanye and them doing that. That's Kanye and Pharrell, but he came up with Pharrell. Yeah. And and you know, Pharrell definitely gives a whole nother feeling to it. Of course. Joe Buttons, um, I just recently I didn't go crazy on listening to the podcast yet. Their episode, but he had a whole conversation about how he felt about Pusha T's album, and he wasn't a fan. He said he felt the production was lackluster. I don't know if I agree. I don't agree. With I don't. That. I don't know if I agree because with that. we because we got a numbers on the board. We're just gonna bring it back to numbers on the board. Uh-huh. The way that whole production went, they when they presented it, I remember um Kanye. Um, I think they were in New York, and Kanye. They had a they had a whole like listening party uh-huh. for for that album. I think it was the um the uh, the the dark before the dawn. I forget the name of the album, but um but he he um they listened to the record and then it went out. Numbers on the board. To me, the the sound of the the, the production was dope as fuck yeah. because they was trying to they was trying to give Pusha T a different sound from what he had, from the boom bap. You know what I'm saying? And he he does great on any. Any type of beat that he that he comes on, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as like you know, what I'm saying lyrics wise, his, his the height of his uh, of, of his lyricism, you know what I mean? Like he he did a track with um uh, Tyler the Creator, and Tyler the Creator went crazy on it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, I don't feel like when you on a record with Push, he wants you to outdo him. Cause you, cause what from what he was saying, he was like, yo, I want the artist to do what I can't do. I mean, but that's a true artist, and that's yeah. a person realizing. But that's what I like to do. I there's, like to... there's a real. That's a person realizing their sound. That's a person realizing where they where they he shine. Actually said it about Jay Z, and and actually admiring and 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 competing in a healthy way with the uh-huh. person that's with them. I mean, that's that's maturity too. That's somebody who's truly thinking about well, what's best for what the song needs. Right. You know, where some artists don't think about what the song needs, they think about themselves. What they want to do with the record. And so they don't really, they don't really listen to what has to really be there. Right. They listen to what they think should be there. And, and that's why a lot of music flops because you got it wrong. That's why it's not a hit. It's like Diet bad. Coke is, is about what Pusha T usually talks about, but it's, it's popping right now because they did whatever needed to be done to that track. Well, you know what I, mean? I mean, he had three years in the space. He said he had, he actually got a lot more music than that, but he just releases these things. So, Once like, again, I guess I think I, it's just because he can, and it's not like he he doesn't. He have ain't to. hurting. He ain't hurt. Yeah, he's not hurting. He ain't, I mean, <laughs> but but like I said, his rollouts be crazy. Right. No matter what he does, his rollouts be crazy. I think that's also because of the respect he has in the industry. I think it's because of the respect he has in the industry. It's, it's because of the influence that he's built the power that he's built in a certain respect in the industry and that's why he has the capacity to do that yeah. because honestly he he he's not selling 
like a little Dirk. He's, you know, and if he does, great, and I'm happy for him. But wow. the projections there, I definitely didn't are, see him on a on a on a bill on a 100 chart. I'm so mad I showed you that. <laughs> I'm so mad because now you're now you. I'm checking all the time. All the time. <laughs> did you see the t- Did you see the charts today? I'll be like, yo, bro, wait for. But I want to see him up there at least one record, uh, neck and wrist. Who? I mean, are they even playing this on the radio? I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I, like I said, XM Radio. I play XM Radio, so it's, I'll are probably, they playing it on XM yeah, Radio? Yeah, absolutely. Station. <sighs> uh, Shade Four Five. Yeah. They'll that play makes those sense, though. But that makes sense, Or even, uh, I want to say Rock the Bells. Because they got Mr. C up there. Or so, Hip Hop Nation. Hip Hop Nation. They play but, on there, Okay, too. once again, you got to look at who we're talking about. iHeartRadio, who do they want to push? They're going to push Little Dirt. They're going to push Kodak Black and his nonsense. They're going to push, <laughs> um, you know, whoever else is ridiculous. And, you know, not saying Little Dirt is ridiculous, but... They're going to push whatever they think the kids are going to gravitate mm-hmm. to. Of course. Not realizing that the kids are going to gravitate to to whatever you put out. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I heard that. and that, That's it, actually what's happening. And that is too bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you too can bad, actually, so sad. You can actually move move this generation by In what any you, direction you want. Right, by what you're flooding them with. So if you're flooding them with the Coda Black song constantly, that's what they're going to think yep. is hot. That's what they're going to that's the trend that they're going to follow. Yeah. As you can see, they walk around doing trends. Right. Exactly. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, that that kind of wraps us for our our episode today. Um, you know, I just want to thank Dominique for joining us today and giving us a, Thanks, you know, uh, a hot, you know, giving us the insight on the hair industry and the trends and all of that. Yep. Super, super dope. Thank you. Thank you. Can't thank wait you to guys. get my hands where, on where, that where, where, could they, where could they find your stuff now? So right now, excuse me, you can find my stuff on um, aboveallroots.square.com. Or you can just follow me on Instagram, roots underscore, and um, just message me. My website's on the link, I mean, on the link, on my page, I'm sorry. And, you know, just place an order through there. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can um, contact me at 203-997-0527, and we can talk from there of what you like, don't like. And don't forget, too, I do make custom orders. Mm. So if there's anything, like, if you're allergic to fragrances and things like that, I can take them out. We can discuss it. We can talk about it. And I can make specific things just for you. She's serious, y'all. Yeah, I'm so serious. She put, I, I she love put, that. She put her, her number out there. I think that's a... Is that your person? That's, that's a, this a business number? Absolutely not. That's my business <laughs> okay. number. Okay. <laughs> she put her number oh, out there, y'all. No, okay. Nobody puts their business number out there. Uh, no numbers I at am. all. They go straight to the socials. Yes, no, Super serious. No, so serious. <laughs> Super because, serious. Because like, there's still some people who don't have social media. There's just some people who don't even use it. Yeah. So like, yeah, why not? I totally agree. A, like, you know what I'm saying? So send a quick text message or whatever the case may be. You want me to send you the website or you need anything, whatever, you just let me know. I'm available. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. American Rap Magazine. It's not just hip hop music. It's our culture. <laughs> roll, the, roll the credits. Oh my god! Stop the tape. Ridiculous. <laughs>